Uh, good morning, Wednesday morning, back to the usual schedule. Um, it was a fantastic uh, adventure. Session 22 of the Dragon of Ice Spire Peak uh, campaign last night. The fellows um, went to the Bronze Dragon Shrine. Well, it's the Dragon Shrine that a bronze dragon lives in that uh, has a statue dedicated to Bahamut. And uh, so the quest was to uh, help protect Leylon. Um, they were sent uh, to find out if there was anything that uh, was coming down the pike, so to speak, that might be threatening to the little town because um, the, the enshrined platinum statue, well, it's a marble statue, but of the platinum dragon, uh, Bahamut, supposedly was uh, offers up visions of the future of uh, dangerous things uh, to come, and uh, hopefully they would give them some time to act upon it. And um, they decided, uh, since it was along the coast, uh, north of Leylon, gave them the option if they wanted to uh, take the ship um, that they had been on before, uh, captained by uh, Stans and Tar, the Tabaxi ship's captain, and they were uh, a little uh, excited about that. They hadn't uh, seen that that one before, and it seems like um, they're enjoying like any callbacks to previous uh, encounters with NPCs that they've uh, had um, some dealings with before. They uh, enjoyed that and had some conversation with her as uh, they left Leylon in a rowboat to go back out to the, uh, the Cat's Fancy or something like that, the, the ship uh, that she captains. And uh, she was able to provide them with a little background on the Bronze Dragon herself. Um, told them a little bit about uh, rumors that she had heard and how she had been protecting her own fleet of merchant ships up and down the coast and keeping them safe, safer at least from uh, pirates and stuff that had been in the area. But uh, over the last couple of years, she had become more and more reclusive, uh, staying mostly in the, her shrine, uh, except to go out for short trips to presumably go and uh, get fresh food and things of that nature maybe do some short uh, reconnaissance flying about the area but um, they went got there at low tide decided to go in uh, just to take a boat from the ship in and um, went in through the uh, jetty entrance there were four I think four proposed entrances as far as the adventure was set up and uh, they went ahead and went into basically the front door um, from the seaward side, met some of the uh, some of the, the, the guardians that uh, were there, I think uh, somewhere near 14 or 16 uh, of the squad that um, had decided to stay with her as guardians of the shrine uh, were still in there doing their various uh, practicing routines and whatnot. So they had, uh, had made a friendly entry, uh, had some discussion, uh, toured through the, it's a relatively small shrine, uh, went 
there's an area of it that the um, guardians who have passed away through either battle or through old age since this had been, I believe, something in the neighborhood of 100 or 200 years of, um, like, being in the area, protecting people. So there were several tombs that had been, that are full of uh, people at rest, and they were taking extra care to be respectful and passing through that area. There's an encounter with a ghost they had that, um, again, tipped them off to there has been something in the last couple years affecting the dragon. She's still a good dragon, a bronze dragon, uh, but there's been something that's caused her to alter her behavior. So they were on a little bit on edge for that. Um, I had some more conversation with the NPCs in the area. Us passing through, pretty much did a tour, uh, a mini tour at least, of the entire place, which consisted of like five or six locations uh, total, uh, and made it past the, uh, the statue of uh, Bayamut, which is huge, and uh, there was a pile of, uh, like all of the, the donations and everything to help fund whatever they need there at the shrine you know, to buy their to buy their food and whatnot, uh, there's a large treasure hoard that sits at the base of the Statue of Bayamut. A couple sweet items in there that they sort of eyed as they went past, but they made sure not to linger or give the impression that they were there to rob the place. Um, then uh, headed on up and got their audience with the dragon, and during uh, the little introduction when they were speaking being introduced by uh, the lead guard of the, the guardians there um, they noticed the paladin had expended uh, one of his charges to detect evil and uh, to see if perhaps the dragon itself was the root of uh, the problems um, and I told him that there was, uh, there was, you know, he sensed not evil from the dragon, but that there was some sort of a dark smudge of the taint of evil on the dragon itself, and uh, could get another feeling that there was something, you know, nearby doing that. And then uh, our artificer was scanning uh, the room and took notice of the barnacles growing on the uh, southern uh, window pane as the dragon was just sort of gazing out that window looking out to sea and made an exceptional arcana check so he was given the little little tip that um, there was something strange about the, the barnacles he went straight into uh, getting ready to do something and our mage uh, pyres had he knows um, Draconic as a language and was conversing with the dragon in her native language. And that seemed to all help put her at ease. Uh, it also made a, a, a fantastic uh, persuasion check to keep her from getting irritated uh, or, to, or believing that the new quote-unquote guests that they had uh, were there for nefarious purposes. So they rolled well and ended up engaging um, the... Achilles, the like demonic, uh, horrible thing that had put the taint on the dragon and was messing with its mind. 
so combat hits, dude, and considering that the dragon went down without a, uh, like a direct hit and sort of was going through throws of, uh, as it was expelling the, uh, taint of the Achilles, the, uh, characters had a, had a fairly hard time dealing with, uh, with it as it had a, uh, like an effect, a mental effect that would uh, cause confusion or at least uh, some penalties if you didn't make your saves. And it was a pretty high save. They had to pull out some of their, uh, use some of their resources to make sure they didn't uh, go temporarily uh, ineffectual for that fight. Um, after a few rounds, they were able to take it down and free the dragon from its influence. After which uh, it recovered. They had some more conversation about what had been going on in the area. They received uh, the vision from the statue after she took them and led them in a prayer. Uh, they saw the horrible death of Leylon from uh, big clouds of green, uh, you know, acidic gas that had been unleashed by old Gnawbones, the green dragon that lives or lairs in the um, crypt garden forest so that was uh, the impetus for the next leg of the adventure where they headed straight well they went back to Leylon to uh, let everybody know what had happened there and of course they were pleading with uh, the party to go and speak to this green dragon and as direct confrontation seemed like it would be disastrous and just resulting in a lot of death on the character side of things. So they, um, instead of uh, shutting down the session er, a little bit earlier than I expected, we went ahead and made the trek to the Crypt Garden. You know, since you can do that magic of, well, sort of hand wave uh, a lot of travel and get that out of the way, we decided to go ahead and push the pace a little bit and headed all the way to um, Crypt Garden Forest in which they had an encounter with some undead before they even got to, uh, was it Claudia Matilar's uh, lair? And came upon the lair, took the difficult entrance, had a few encounters with a couple of her druids and some of the woodwoods inside, a couple bugbears that were used as uh, sort of guard dogs, had been let loose on them as well. Um, they saw a few of the there were statues throughout the the lair and they were all of female heroines in the um which i guess is redundant but um throughout um they're famous throughout the forgotten realms and they had only seen a couple of those so they didn't get quite get the the theme of the place which was uh that the dragon sort of has a uh, desire to be involved in the the politickings and the backstabbing of um you know, Faronian politics and uh, looks to those folks, um, again, all powerful women throughout the realms as uh, some sort of uh, inspiration and to aspire to that. But um, they spoke to the dragon um, and found out that she had been almost on a daily basis been pestered by these uh, small, so far small groups of undead that seemed to be coming into the forest and um, to harass her, uh, which is part of the overall plot. And so they did uh, have a little sit down talk with her. 
and uh, have decided to go ahead and start scouring the crypt garden looking for this um, uh, hex, hexen person that supposedly is behind it all. So starting uh, next week, we will be you know, going through the forest looking to rid it of the, um, the undead-wielding necromancer that's causing all this local trouble. And we'll see how that goes. So we had a, we ran, I think it was um, nearly four hours last night with a little break. And that's, uh, that's probably somewhere in the neighborhood of 45 minutes, 30, 40 minutes longer than usual. But uh, everybody seemed to really enjoy it. They had two dragon encounters, neither of which were combat with the dragons themselves. So they um, remarked that, you know, that was pretty neat and really seemed to enjoy that. So, you know, tried to up the pace a little bit and let them get more into the more meat on this bone of adventure than um, a lot of times there has been. Um, we're getting near the end of this campaign, so starting to get anxious and building up the momentum to finish strong. So this is something I think we're all looking forward to um, also putting putting this one behind us and getting into something new in a month or so. So anyway, uh, fun was had by all, and boy, it was a late night, though. Um, anyway, thanks for listening, and have a great week. As a little side note, I've uh, been playing Halo um, Infinite here lately on the campaign and having a pretty good time of that, enjoying the way that they've laid it out uh, with the tactical map where you can you know, plan out how you want to try to take back the territory and stuff and uh, enjoying the, the mechanics of it and the gameplay. So that's a fun one. Uh, occasional video gaming thrown in there with uh, the uh, online uh, RPGs right now and hopefully getting a duet, solo, or a duet, duet uh, RPG game uh, with my wife off the ground here shortly too. So... If uh, anybody out there um, has some other video games you can recommend that are for more casual gamers or any particularly good um, RPGs you're playing right now, just let me know.